I got to get one of these. <laughs> so, SAT123.com. From atop the Rocky Mountains. They have put together a really incredible package. Emergency backup communication systems, power systems. We've got sat phones. We've got uh, solar panels and also the big 400 watt solar panel behind us there. And why does this matter? Because of course, right now we are dealing with massive risk of blackouts. And the power grid is just failing, you know, intermittently, but it's going to get worse because we've also got energy shortages. Think about the lack of coal power, the diesel problems that are happening right now. If you're in the military or the National Guard or Border Patrol, or law enforcement and you need to be able to function even when the power grid goes down or maybe you're a first responder rescue team firefighter paramedic you name it you need to know about this equipment so sat123.com folks at the brighton store we offer a variety of colloidal silver solutions that we make in texas using texas rainwater Table Live. Man, have we got a bunch of cool stuff for you today. Check this out. This is sad news and bad news, uh, but we expect nothing less from the criminal courts, ladies and gentlemen. Headline says My Pillow CEO, Mike Lindell, joins Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani in having bids to block defamation suits against them dismissed by the court. I guess in separate actions earlier this year, U.S. federal courts ruled that Dominion voting systems can move forward with defamation lawsuits against Giuliani. And on Monday, Lindell's bid to have his case elevated to the Supreme Court shut down, dismissed, denied. So now you've got Sidney Powell, Rudy Giuliani, and Mike Lindell, who have all tried to go to court. Literally, they dismiss it. They don't discuss the merits of the case. They don't deal with reality. They just shut all of them down. Meanwhile, they say Dominion can go after every one of them. Folks, the courts are as politically manipulated and perverted as it gets. Do you want to make a quick comment on that, Sheriff? And then your quote, sir. Uh, yes, I'm afraid, Sam, that the uh, FBI has been politicized and weaponized, and courts are now uh, simply uh, choosing which political side they're on and they have nothing to do with following their oaths of office to uphold and defend and enforce the United States Constitution. They're not, and I repeat, not digging into the merits of the details of the case. They're merely rejecting anybody who wants to create accountability with elections and anybody who wants to dig yeah. into Dominion's details. They're shut down, but Dominion is free to go after anybody they want to Time will tell what happens with this, but this is a bad, bad look, to say the least. Uh, actually, a quote from your court case might be relevant, huh, Sheriff? <laughs> well, well, it actually is. It, it is, indeed. So this is the beginning, at the very beginning, of the uh, decision by Scalia, and he's explaining the issue, and he's explaining what he's going to do in this ruling. 
this is quite amazing. I've never uh, actually addressed this part of the Supreme Court decision, uh, the Prince case, P-R-I-N-T-Z, Sheriff Prince from uh, Montana, who filed this lawsuit second, right after I did, about five weeks after I did. Here is what Scalia is saying. Quote, the answer to the Clio, chief law enforcement officer, the, the Brady Bill and the decision calls the sheriffs, those, the chief law enforcement officer. There it is, folks. The answer to the Clio's challenge must be sought in historical understanding. It, that's astonishing. Must be sought in historical understanding and practice in the structure of the Constitution and in this jurisprudence of this court. There he goes, telling that courts should be following the structure of the Constitution. Then he adds this. Not only do the enactments of the early Congresses, as far as we are aware, contain no evidence of an assumption that the federal government may command states' executive power, in this particular case, sheriffs, in the absence of a particularized constitutional authorization, they contain some indication of precisely the opposite assumption. In other words, the assumption that the federal government cannot commandeer executives of the state to conform or enforce a federal regulatory program. Sam, I absolutely love what Scalia put here in the introduction of what he was going to rule in this case. We must, as he points out, follow the historical perspective and structure of the United States Constitution. That is what every one of those courts should be doing that you just mentioned, but they don't. They follow political dogma instead. One last point on this before we introduce our guest as well, Sheriff. Uh, Anthony Scalia pointed out the historical relevance of the position of the sheriff as well. That's very significant because the sheriff existed before the federal government was ever even dreamed of or the general government, as many of us like to call it. Um, so we got to understand that, you know what, the, the, the tail cannot wag the dog. The creation is not greater than the creator. And that historical context cannot be overlooked. Correct. And, and again, Sam, everybody should have this little pocket-sized book with you. Wherever you go, keep this decision with you. It is the most powerful Tenth Amendment state sovereignty case in the history of America. And I had an excerpt that proves everyone should be very familiar with this case. And if you want to get more information, ladies and gentlemen, CSPOA.org is where you go. That's the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association website, CSPOA.org. Get your pocket constitution. Get your greatest Tenth Amendment decision ever rendered court case summary uh, in your hand at all times. Deplorables proven right once again. That's a quote from our next guest. Our next guest, ladies and gentlemen, is the former chairman and former CEO of Overstock.com. Uh, he's a political, uh, in my opinion, leader. He is a man who doesn't mince words. 
He's a man who believes in what he's doing. He's a man who's been ridiculed and mocked and beat up for his stance, but he remains constitutional, remains, uh, in my opinion, standing tall for the sacred cause of liberty. Patrick Byrne, welcome to the Sheriff Mack Show, sir. All right, we'll, we'll try to grab Patrick here in just a second. Uh, in the meantime, though, I interviewed Patrick on the radio just a few days ago, uh, Sheriff, and we talked about the deplorable, deplorables proven once right again. Uh, you know, they're mocking us as deplorables. That's the Hillary Clinton 2016 quote. Right. But right. Patrick Byrne uh, was interviewed in the New American Magazine by William Jasper. So if you want to go and check that interview out, thenewamerican.com, William Jasper. And uh, Patrick Byrne was interviewed, and the headline of the article, or the interview, if you will, is 2022 elections quite perilous. Amen to that statement, ladies and gentlemen. Here's what it says. Patrick is afraid that they're going to try to radically steal this election. They're going to try to create violence and try to create discord. Patrick, welcome, sir. All right, Sheriff, what do you say to this? Well, I, I, you know, first of all, I think it's really comical to use the deplorables, uh, ridiculous comment from uh, Hillary, but I, I love shoving it back in her face with a little sarcasm and humor. Well, that's what he's uh, doing for sure. Well, of course. Yeah, and I love it. Uh, and the, Patrick Byrne, the first thing I want to ask him is his personal bio a little bit. I know he could go on forever because he's had such an amazing life and career. But I want people to understand where this man has been, where he comes from, what he has done. First of all, he was at our Las Vegas CSPOA press conference uh, back on July 12th. And uh, he was. you talk about somebody standing tall. He, he is tall. Thank you. Welcome, Patrick. How are you? Hopefully you'll come through okay. I know uh, because of some of the storms uh, that we've had, uh, there's a little bit of internet trouble as part of the problem for Patrick. Welcome, sir. Can you hear us all right? Sounds like he's having audio trouble. All right. What I would do is see if you can just get him on a phone line uh, if you can, uh, Hunter. Let's try that. Uh, in the meantime, Patrick has been working on a website. Speaking of his incredible credentials, Sheriff, not only is he uh, yeah. a, an incredible man, he's done a lot of things in his life. He's made a lot of money. Uh, he's done a lot of lot of interesting things in his life. But he's also involved in a new website called OneMoreMission.com, uh, continuing service through civic duty, uh, and it's become a patriot poll worker. Is the idea. One More Mission is a campaign established in 2022 uh, and the goal to forge a new mission among our nation, our military yeah. veterans, our family of first responders. Okay, we want a growing group of patriots of all stripes who are continuing to support and defend our Constitution by ensuring the integrity of our polling stations. One more mission brings veterans and first responders together to make a positive impact 
into our communities. Join the team to make a difference today, says the website. Um, Now, they say that there's been perilous times throughout our nation's history. Amen to that. Uh, And in this critical moment, the sovereignty of our elections requires basically that we all get involved and perform our civic duty, Sheriff. Yeah, and I like all of that. And uh, did I just hear that uh, Patrick's on? Patrick, are you there? I guess not. But but Sam, really, uh, his new website and his new effort, you know, uh, this is another guy who could uh, easily just go off into the sunset and retire on some Polynesian island uh, and be left alone. But he dedicates himself to the holy cause of liberty, and he stands tall, uh, both physically and uh, philosophically. And uh, I really admire him. Uh, I I would love to get to know him better. Uh, I think there's uh, people that are standing today that really have a message and really have a history of standing for the truth. And one of those is definitely our guest today. Hopefully we can get him on. Patrick Byrne, uh, he he absolutely has such an amazing life, an amazing career, and he still, at this time of his life, is engaged in, as I said, the holy cause of liberty. What a patriot this man is. How are we there? Uh, Hunter, why don't you get a hold of him via phone? The number's in the email that I sent you. Okay, sounds good. So, Sam, but you just interviewed him a couple of days ago, right? Yes, I did, and it was a barn burner interview, literally uh, a a virtual indictment of the Republicans and the Democrats. You know what they're all trying to do, uh, Sheriff? They're trying to create uh, spy maneuvers on one another. They're trying to create entrapment on one another uh, where they can literally put someone into a bind and then later spring that trap. So uh, one of the things that they did is they – They set up a bribe for Hillary Clinton of about $18 million. She took the bribe, so she's caught. She's a criminal, and they know it. And their plan was to get her elected as president and then turn that bribe against her at the right time. Well, she never made president. Well, she's been a criminal for a long time, Sam, and we're talking a long time. Way back when she first did her trade in uh, in the 90s, where she did her cattle futures trade and made millions. And uh, there was a book called The Sovereign Individual that said that, that did a, a mathematic and economic analysis of her uh, wonderful futures trade, uh, cattle futures, no less. And uh, they said that the chance of her doing that legally was one in 250,000. So uh, there's no way she did it. Uh, legally, she's always been taking money illegally, uh, and th- her entire Clinton Foundation has been illegal, just as uh, Hunter Biden's has been illegal, taking bribes and money from uh, our, our uh, enemies, and and yet she still skates. She and uh, her uh, political hubby uh, Bubba have skated on so many. Uh, illegal activities and criminal activities. It's astonishing how they keep walking around free. 
uh, Bubba, especially with the 26 trips that he took to the sex ranch in New Mexico with Epstein. Uh, so, yeah, I'm accusing him of that. Well, not to mention me. on the airplane, the Lolita airplane with Jeffrey Epstein and more. He lied about how many times he went on the plane. Uh, there's simply, uh, even when he went on the plane as the president, there's simply no detailed uh, information about it, which means the whole um, log or records log uh, simply deleted or uh, ignored or never filled out. I don't know what you want to call it. Mm -hmm. uh, it's disaster, Sheriff. Well, it is. And, and I love his uh, sense of humor about using uh, Hillary Clinton's quote that we're all deplorables. I'm one. Absolutely. If Hillary Clinton is calling people who stand for freedom, stand for the Constitution, stand for America, stand for our families, stand against uh, all the corruption of Washington, D.C. and the Clintons, absolutely put me part of what Hillary Clinton called the vast right uh, conspiracy of her husband. Absolutely, I'm there because I'm against all corruption. I'm against all Washington, D.C. corruption. And it's so ubiquitous and so widespread that you can hardly begin to uh, determine where you should start to stop all this crap uh, from the political uh, pundits and, and political, uh, should you say, those who have profited from uh, corrupt politics in Washington, D.C., and the Clintons are at the, the top of that. Patrick, welcome to the Sheriff Mack Show, my friend. How are you doing? Can you hear me? Yes, yes, sir. Can you hear me okay, Patrick? All right, we can hear Patrick. He can't hear us, uh, Hunter. Patrick, we can hear you. Hello, okay. can you hear me? All right. Keep going now. Hi, Patrick. How are Patrick. you? Okay, are you there, Patrick? Patrick, we can hear you. All right, so we'll continue here. They're getting Patrick uh, lined up. And uh, a lot of it has to do with video and TV together, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and, you know, the big networks have plenty of equipment and plenty of people working on it. I don't know if you know at the end of like a, a, a national public radio show or, uh, you know, NPR, whatever, they list probably 30 people working on their broadcasts. We have Sam and Sheriff and Hunter. That's all we have. We have one all three bar, at different one locations. So there you have that. All right, we can hear Patrick just fine. Uh, we'll get to him in just a second. In the meantime, though, it's important to understand, folks, this guy has lived an incredible life. He's done a lot for election integrity. And the problem is anybody who doubles down on election integrity, Sheriff, they slaughter him. They destroy their character. They destroy their reputation. Uh, and so they've literally now tried to, in the mainstream press, chalk up Patrick as nothing but a conspiracy theorist. Uh, but interestingly enough, yeah. um, he, he has created accountability, as I mentioned on the on the previous show we had Patrick on. The Democrats and the Republicans are both trying to create entrapment uh, for the other side. It's just nothing but a political chess right. match uh, between the left-right. Right. But it's all really the deep state against the rest of us is the real takeaway for this. And what they try to do is set up traps for one another uh, to okay, try to entangle them. There. But yet they're all on the same yes, team. I Hi, am. Patrick. Can anyone hear me yet? Hi, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Hello. How are you? Good, good. Can I'm you hear us? sorry. I'm I hear you fine now. I hear you fine now. Okay, good. All right. Welcome to the broadcast. Good. We did a great introduction of you, Patrick. We mentioned your website and a little bit about the previous interview that I did with you. And now we'll say hi to Sheriff Mack. Sheriff. Hello, yes, Sheriff. Sir. Uh, Patrick. Hello, Sheriff yeah, good to have you. Good to have you back with us. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Uh, you're Sheriff, probably on the I East Coast somewhere. 
I'm on the East Coast in Florida, in Venice, Florida, which is dead center where the hurricane hit a few days ago. So the inter- the in- the internet and cell phone and everything is uh, quite intermittent. In fact, we we're not working at the office oh, anymore. Okay. So well, I'm very sorry. I heard, but I could hear you. I heard your overly generous introduction and explanation for me. I feel like I'm embarrassed you to come on now because uh, you're such a hero of mine, Joe. So thank you very much. Well, thank you for all the work that you've done. And real quick, we have about a minute and twenty seconds. Give everybody the 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 sweet uh, and and short version, the Reader's Digest version, if you will, of your background. What has brought you to national prominence? Oi, oi. Uh, it's kind of a strange story. I'm a, I, my whole, uh, it's just kind of a strange, I don't even, well, I, I did start at launchoverstock.com. I've done a bunch of things, but in the last couple of years, I've been, I think our, I, clearly the election in 2020 was rigged. We know how it was rigged. We've got it all deconstructed now. We got court case. We all know it was rigged. Uh, and now what I'm fighting with General Flynn is a is a project we call the America Project to save this nation. We have to get something to happen this election uh, to buy ourselves some breathing room. And General Flynn advised me on starting it, but the America Project is all mine. I don't. Uh, I take responsibility for everything involved and uh, we have really started a program you know there's a social a loss of social trust in the institution of voting the most trusted institutions in america are the military and law enforcement so onemoremission.com is a program we're trying to get retired military retired law enforcement uh and first responders firefighters everybody to be have first crack at working in the precincts because if they will work in the precincts in the county election systems this election Society will trust the the result, whatever comes out. So we need everyone. We need retired police and deputies and such to be working. We're calling for them to work in the election booths. All right, Patrick. I just mentioned right before we had you jump on with us uh, this interesting headline in the mainstream press. It's the New York Times. Got to head to break. Everywhere. I'll ask you the question really quick and then let you respond on the other side. Mike Lindell just got shut down. They won't take his court case. Dominion can move forward and sue everybody, but nobody can sue Dominion. Your thoughts in seconds on Brighteon TV. At the Brighteon store, we offer a variety of colloidal silver solutions that we make in Texas using Texas rainwater and specialized circuitry that I personally designed to produce silver ions in purified rainwater. We have a colloidal silver extra strength spray, a silver-based first aid gel, as well as a colloidal silver herbal mouthwash solution that people just rave about. Each one of these is subjected to our rigorous laboratory testing for metals, glyphosate, and microbiology in order to ensure product purity and safety for your health. We manufacture our own silver products right in the heart of Texas and deliver them to you using our own warehousing and fulfillment infrastructure that we built to serve real America. All of us here at Brighteon, thank you for your support. Shop our silver products at brighteonstore.com. Hey, it's Karen Kingston here. I'm here at Brighteon TV and I strongly encourage you to tune in to all their stations. Why? Because if you want to learn about truth, America, and God, this is the channel to tune into. Thank you so much. God bless America. Satellite phones have been wiped out globally because of the supply chain collapse and war in Europe. 
but a truly amazing new option has emerged, the Bivy Stick, which allows you to send and receive text messages using almost any mobile device without relying on cell towers at all. In a world where war, riots, or a power grid failure can happen literally at any time, the Bivy Stick and its two-way satellite messaging gives you the power to reach loved ones, to send emergency messages, or request a rescue. And to use this device, you do not have to register your name, and you don't need to turn on location services or reveal your geographic location. The battery life is several days in duration, and you can easily recharge it using a small portable power bank. There are only about 20,000 Bivy Sticks that will be available in America this year. Get yours now while they're still available at sat123.com. That's sat123.com. Thanks for your support of this platform. Use the code BTV at checkout for additional savings. Brighteonstore.com. We're talking to our dear friend Patrick Byrne. We're talking about his new website, trying to help resolve election fraud crises yeah patrick was interviewed by william casper in the new american and he talked about hey he's worried that they're going to try to radically steal this election i'm talking 2022 in a few weeks folks create violence and discord is on their minds and in their uh, agenda and lexicon have you heard of onemoremission.com yet if you haven't understand that one more mission is a nonpartisan non-party affiliated opportunity for patriots of all stripes to support our constitution our way of life and most importantly have transparent accountable elections sheriff you got to dig that for a solution uh we want everybody watching at the polls right patrick yes sir this is all about restoring trust in the institution of election and who do we trust more than retired sheriff deputies and retired sergeants in the army and things like that, you know? So it's the quickest way that, we, that society can have trust in the system again. I am convinced I don't, that they have so many ways to commit election fraud. It, it's kind of like in the Bible, how they say there are diverse ways to sin. <laughs> we can't even number them all. There's so many. It seems to me that right. that's what they've really achieved with elections at this point. Uh, I'm very concerned that we won't be able to uh, keep a lid on it. We can do our very best. We can create more accountability. And every time we do, uh, we have a transparency and accountability in more and more races. Um, and I hope we can get it solved by this election. But I, I, I see it as a work in progress. Patrick, do you think the same thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's absolutely a work in pro progress. In fact, we almost lost. But we recovered in time, and we're chipping away. We do show – I mean, the, really the strategy is a high-low strategy. Like in those, you ever see those foot NFL hits where the quarterback gets sacked by two guys, one guy hits low, <laughs> yes, one guy high, and they spin them. That's what – you and know, really brutal. that's what happened in there. Is it, and I wouldn't want to be brutal. the guy getting hit, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've been one of the guys doing that at one point in my life. But I, uh, I played college ball. But I uh, – uh, that's what we did in Arizona. And the low hit 
is the ground game is we're we you're right they they have 14 ways to cheat we have a very good understanding of now there are 14 ways that these systems can be used to cheat uh we can it's defenses in depth strategy we can make it much more difficult for them to cheat or significantly more difficult for them to cheat on the ground right. but then the public has to do their job and the public has to come out and show up so in like the case of carrie lake your friend of arizona governor you know she won our analysis is she won by 12 but then they cheated her 10 and so she really so she only won by two but the real thing is she won by 12 and that's how, what it's going to take they can cheat about 10 points uh if with a lot of effort maybe five so we need to overwhelm them with at the polls uh so there's really a way we can pull this off and then if we pull this off and we have one chamber of congress limit uh liberated from the corruption i think we will have a very good shot we will have a beachhead from which we can start re-liberating the government and as you said this is bipartisan i'm not even a republican i don't care who the people elect let them elect ho chi Minh for all i care it's got to be a fair election sure well, that's that's now, Patrick. I got to ask you the ten thousand dollar question. You keep saying, uh, which I agree with because I'm one of them. Former sheriffs, former deputies, uh, former law enforcement, former sergeants in the military and law enforcement, and so on. Why would we not take this message to current sheriffs and law enforcement? Well. The, uh, because people get worried about seeing uniforms around polling places. It looks third world. However, I think the sheriffs and police chiefs have a very robust mission this election. Their deputies have to be out there keeping order. What George Soros has done is he's hired 5,000 goons, and those goons are going to go to these election places, and they're, they're going to be working too, and they're going to try to pick fights with our guys. And Well, they're going to try yeah. to pick fights with the honest people who show up. And you pick fights with them, and then both of you, you get in a fist fight, and both of you get thrown out. So they're going to try to do things like that to disrupt this election, and then they're going to try to blame it on me, incidentally. I already know this from inside the DHS and inside the FBI. There are people sending me information. You're going to try to blame it on who? Myself, Patrick Byrne. Oh, okay. I already wow. know that within the DHS, when they are training people, the DHS is telling people, we expect violence and disruption around this election. And when the people ask from who, from China, from Russia, the DHS trainers are being instructed to say, no, it's Patrick Byrne. That's our number one suspect, Patrick Byrne and what he's doing. So I'm well, thinking of suing the DHS for uh, libel, but or slander that would be. But secondly, um, I don't make them put up or shut up, but they're, what they're gonna do is Soros is gonna try to make this ele uh, election go violent and then they're going to try to pin it on, on me, which is why we have to keep it peaceful. But who knows how to de-escalate better than a sheriff's deputy, a former sheriff's deputy? Don't you guys spend all your days having to de-escalate sticky situations, sheriff? Yeah, for the most part. Uh, I hope so. Uh, I know that some do. Uh, but since, since the uh, Rodney King meetings and uh, George Floyd, the, they have increased their training on de-escalation exponentially. So yes, I hope they're they're trained and ready to go. I agree with you. Uh, we should have former sheriffs and former deputies and former law enforcement, former military uh, getting involved in this. I also agree that there should be uniforms walking around, making sure that their presence is felt. It's not intimidating voters. It's making sure 
that we're intimidating those who would interrupt and interfere with the election at the polling places that you just described. So I, I don't see I hope how a uniformed officer uh, hurts that at all. But if it's going to help, if they're in plain clothes, fine and dandy with me as well. But I believe that a uniform near, uh, and just like they have a, a, a police car in front of schools a lot now today, they should be doing the same at every polling place. And they should be making sure that they're providing security and safety uh, for one and all at every polling place in America. Amen to that. I one absolutely thing agree. To consider I... too, Patrick, one thing to consider too, I'm convinced one of the ways uh, that we better be very careful that it can escalate quickly is this. <clears throat> when we try to put our people in place to monitor the polls, what they've done in the past is they've made you stay a certain distance uh, or they've made you uh, not be in the room or whatever. And they literally turn vote watchers into vote hearers. You can't even see anything. You can just kind of hear what's going on. This is one of the areas in which we really need law enforcement and others to say, hold on. <clears throat> There's a right to view these elections. There's a right to be there and, 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 and create accountability here. And that's where the fights are going to escalate because what's going to happen is bureaucrats and elected or election officials are going to try to force these people out of the mix. And then when they get pushback, oftentimes if we're not careful, the cops of the building or the cops of the venue get called first, which aren't standard police. Uh, they're kind of more like glorified guards. Uh, and if you're not very careful, what happens is it's already escalated by the time the cops get the wrong picture or the, the bad information about what really is going down. And I think that's going to be one of the biggest, um, I don't know what you want to call it, battle points that we need to guard against. And we need to lead with a peaceful view. That's why your website is so critical, Patrick. Thank you. Thank you. The uh, I think you're right. I think that there's a role for sheriff's deputies and uh, in, in every pre every precinct, I, I like those kind of uniforms. I think military uniforms are a, a different a different matter, but I think there's no reason that we can't have um, cops in uniform and, and deputies in uniform at each you know one at each precinct that that they could you know that there's going to be a lot of overtime on election day, but it would do wonders for America if every police chief and, and sheriff would make sure. You know, he had a lot of deputies spread everywhere he could, observing the observers. And, you know, it's not enough just to be an election observer. you got to be one of the workers. We need our side to go in and work because the observers do get gooned out. The bad guys send goons and pick fights and, and, and block and put up pizza boxes so our people can't observe. Well, if our people, you know, aren't just observing but they're actual workers – election workers, which is a, you know, a week job, a two week job, you can just volunteer, but you, and some of them are paid positions, but if they actually work, it makes it a lot difficult, more difficult. There's a, there's a district, I think it was Miami Broward, where the woman, the election manager quit because she's getting sued because she has 92% Democrats, 8% Republicans in her work, and she won't do anything to rebalance it. She's refusing to rebalance it to the election uh, among her observers and poll workers. So that, that, that's what they do. They have 92 to 8 advantage in the, in the workshops, and that's – so we, we have to change that. And it isn't like we need a bunch of Republicans. We just need a bunch of, of 
former law enforcement. We just need a bunch of on, Americans who are honest and everyone knows are honest, which is basically former military, former law enforcement and fire. That, Amen to that. People who put their lives. Amen. So, Patrick, I know that you're saying, hey, this can go violent. I know you're saying, hey, this can get out of control. They're going to blame it on Patrick. They're also going to try to blame it on CSPOA. They're going to try to blame it on True the Vote. Uh, They're going to try to blame it on Mike Lindell. Anybody who's influential in creating accountability and anybody who has the ability to move the ball forward uh, to use the football game scenario again, uh, in other words, to move the chains, that's who they're going to try to blame this on do we have intel about where george soros and and party and company where their people are going to be the most and and, uh, it would be very helpful to kind of even have an idea of where they're planning to strike or where they're planning to make their violent agenda felt right do we have any intel on any of that i do not i think it's just going to be all over i think that there may be a chance they're going to do it so broadly that they bust the election that their goal is to bust the election, and then because they have information dominance, they'll say it was our side because we look for, you know. So they may try to actually just bust the election, make it uncertifiable. You know, the truth yeah, is. Yeah, the, the deplorables from January 6th are everywhere, ladies and gentlemen, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's too funny. They're, they're so crooked. <laughs> you know, they, it's like Sultanitsyn said about the Soviets. It's like they lie. We know they're lying. They know that we know that they're lying. We know that they know that we know they're lying. And yet they just keep lying anyway. You know, that's what, that, however, it's, I think we've made it a lot tougher. Look at what happened in Arizona with Carrie Lake and Mark Fincham and uh, Abe Hanneman. You know, they can cheat, but they can't completely rig it. Or the more, the more, the more difficult we make it for them, the more obvious their cheating is to expose. Right. Well, I really like what you said there. And, and would you say, would you, I hear quite often that the bottom line to stop cheating is that we must get rid of computerized tabulation of votes. We must get you rid of must, absolutely. There, look, I've been, I built a $2 billion tech company. I can tell you, you, if something has a power cord, it can be hacked. Your toaster right. can be hacked. Your refrigerator can be hacked. The idea that these things are secure is so laughable. I could have told you that anyway, but, you know, on June 3rd of this year, just a few months ago, the DHS put out a statement, and the statement may as well have said Sheriff Mack was right all along. You know, they put out a report that said that these systems, okay, that they two years ago they called the most secure election in history. They're now acknowledging nine major security vulnerabilities in them. There's a, a the, the Dominion does Dominion. They put out on June third this paper, about five pages, and the list goes through nine. To call these security vulnerabilities is too charitable. These are massive security failures. There's no way to make the machine safe. In fact, even if you click through to get the patch on these nine vulnerabilities they analyze, there are no patches. All that it says is, well, this is under assessment. There is no way to patch it. So there's so they have now admitted that themselves about these systems. The, there is no way to make these elections secure while they have these. And, you know, what we teach the third world to do, although that's not a polite term anymore, but what we teach in the developing world for 50 years is a system that can – it's all on paper. It's super simple and transparent. At every precinct, there's a clear bag. One person goes up at a time and drops one ballot in. Everyone can watch them do it. 
the citizens can sit there and tally how many people do that, and they can see how many votes come out of the bag. People count right on the spot. They it's, they count on the spot. You don't move the you count at the precinct. You, both sides sign the result. It gets put inside the bag, sealed up with tape, moved to county. Boom, 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 boom. Three hours. It takes three hours, and they can count a national election on paper. This idea that we're getting through computers, we're saving a bunch of time or something, it's all nonsense. We can do this on paper just like we teach the rest of the world to do it, and you can run a national election that's totally transparent in three hours. Uh, You can do all the counting in three hours. Amen. All over the world. Like you're alluding to, I don't care about speed. I care about accuracy. And But, yeah, you can have both. Uh, but the speed computers the paper absolutely the truth, guarantee cheating. All right, I want to talk about the FBI because we know, we know, Patrick, the FBI literally cheated in the 2020 election. They literally ran uh, stories that were absolutely blatantly false, and they knew it about Donald Trump and about uh, Russian ties or this Russian dossier lie. They knew it was a lie. They peddled the lie. They were in bed with Hillary Clinton's campaign to fund and promote the lie. The media took part. We've documented now that the media is in bed with the FBI to do their bidding. So that's on one side of the discussion. On the other side of the discussion is they suppressed Hunter Biden slash Joe Biden stories. And when you literally attack one candidate with lies and dishonesty and half truths and zero truth, and then you literally bury all the stories about the other candidate, the FBI literally committed election fraud. Now, normally we don't like to use fraud because the bar is pretty high for that. But when you have a government agency literally suppressing one candidate with dishonesty and literally protecting another candidate. And then, Hey, it changed the election. Um, how do we get a handle on horrible. the FBI and the justice department's cheating? Well, it's horrible and they should be ashamed of themselves and they are ashamed of themselves. Um, they know they have a bad element at the top. I'm very surprised that Chris Ray has not done more. I actually thought that Chris Ray I've tried to defend the guy, and there are people I know who I trust who have told me, like, he's, not, he's trying to do the right thing. But I'm super disappointed in the leadership. I'll tell you something. I happen to know that – you're talking about the DOJ. The DOJ – I'm told that Attorney General, Attorney General Garland had 10 – this is a big thing I'm dropping on you on your show. He had 10 senior members of the FBI – he was addressing just a week ago or 10 days ago, and he told them, why hasn't this Hillary thing been taken care of? It could bury us all. The Hillary thing to which he's referring to is there is a private lawsuit. There's a type of lawsuit that says if the federal government, if I see that you know a contractor has cheated the federal government out of a billion dollars, I can file a lawsuit on behalf of the government, and if I win them the money, I get a little share of it. And there's a man who has done that. He's a 30-year federal DEA uh, investigator, and he left the government. He's, he's won a couple of those cases and actually won a fortune for the billions for the government and a nice sum for himself. He's, he is behind a taxpayer's case regarding Hillary Clinton, and he's been suing for Hillary's uh, – his name's John Moynihan, and he's testified to Congress, and you can find this. He's got two cases in tax court where he's saying the IRS was cheated of $2.5 billion by the Clinton Foundation. What really happened, and this is public, is the day after Trump won in 2016, someone from Clinton's organization got in contact with him and said, I'm not going to go to prison for these people. I'll give you everything. 
and gave him a great deal. The IRS, so he's got this very powerful case. The IRS has been blocking him. And oddly enough, the DOJ, I have to give some props. The DOJ is not monolithic. There are honest people who believe in the rule of law. The DOJ just a few weeks ago stepped in. The, the IRS has been, has been holding back and refusing to turn over documents. And the DOJ stepped a few weeks ago and turned it over. And last Friday, 45,000 pages of documents were delivered to the guy. So we have the goods on Hillary. But it's just interesting. The DOJ has stepped up and done the right thing regarding that case. And in addition, and so he works for the America Project, although that case precedes the America Project. Uh, we've been working on another case that involves, and I might as well say it, the trucking distribution. And the post office was involved. And we've been trying for a year and a half to get to certain information out of the post office, and they've been refusing to give it. And the, again, the US, a US uh, Department of Justice and people got involved about three weeks ago and they turned around and told the post office, you guys are breaking the law by not turning this information over and you got to turn it over and you have to turn it over. And that's actually in court like this week. So they, believe it or not, there are people within the DOJ showing up, not to our rescue, but showing up and saying, okay, everyone's got to start following the law here. These government agencies are, are not following. But let me tell you a big secret. You guys are going to love this. The, the post office is involved. The post office was involved in November 2020. They were in on the rig. There are documents we want for the post office. Every federal government has a document retention policy, basically six years. I'm sure you have one at, at, at county and state levels too. Uh, it goes back six years. In April of 2020, the Postal Service got changed their look back, their document retention policy from six years to 30 days. 30 days. Then they ran through the rest of 2020. They got through the election. They got 30 days beyond the election. They deleted all their records of it. And then when they got to March of 2021, they shifted their policy back to six, uh, to six years. Does that look suspicious to you, Sheriff? <laughs> Just a little bit, yes. And, and I'm astonished that they got away with that. But well, want to hear? Uh, well, let me let me think... let me tell you the punchline. Let me yeah. tell you the punchline. The 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 punchline is for federal agencies to make changes like that, they have to follow a law called the Administrative Procedures Act of 1971, I think it is, and it's a very formal thing where they announce to the public we'd like to change our our policy on this, and the public has 60 days to comment, and they have 30 days to reply, and then the public has that. It's a very formal kabuki dance. The only way a federal agency can skip that is if they get a if they can change a policy if they can get a federal judge to just sign off. They can just change it while skipping the APA. They got a federal judge to sign off on their change from six years to 30 days as they ran through the election and then so they could erase everything. Guess the name of that federal judge? Emmett Sullivan. Do you know who that is? So where, where, do, you think, where do you think this will go? Do you think this will come out? Em Emmett Sullivan is the judge in the Mike Flynn trial, the judge who railroaded Flynn, the oh, judge yeah, who would yeah. not let the DOJ. Okay. That judge we got about is the guy who seconds. signed off on the – Emmett Sullivan is the guy who – that same judge is the guy who signed off on the Postal Service, changing the look-back policy from six years to 30 days to get themselves through the election so they could delete everything. Same judge. Boy. Ha, ha, I think ha, this will come out uh, – 
around the elections or what? Because I just saw a story where they're literally uh, changing election results by what they release and don't release. Uh, for yep. example, the January 6th report won't come out before the election. You got to wonder why. Right. We're flat out of time, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to help get involved, CSPOA.org. Thank you, Patrick, and thank you for watching. Being there with your child and being there for your child are two completely different things. One denotes a simple presence, which is a start, but can also be accomplished by someone other than you. Hey, can you help me with this algebra problem? See, that sheep did a fine job of being there with the child, but it didn't do a very good job of being there for the child. Now listen to the difference an involved parent can make. Hey, can you help me with this algebra problem? I'm not very good at algebra, but do you have any English questions? Because I done real good in English. <laughs> oh, Mom. Okay, let's take a look. Okay, so the algebra problem didn't get solved, but something better happened. Mom was there for her child, and when you're really there, they'll know how much you care. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. For more tips on strengthening your family, visit family.mormon.org. Do you know what is great about America? Ask an Immigrant. Ask an Immigrant is a new podcast dedicated to helping Americans, especially our youth, value, appreciate, and be grateful for the freedoms we have here in America. Join host Lydia Wallace-Nuttle as she interviews immigrants from around the world to discover their inspiring personal stories about why they came to America. To learn more about why America is the most prosperous, greatest country in the world, download the Loving Liberty app or go to lovingliberty.net. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. All right, back with you live. Sam Bushman on your radio. Sheriff Max with me. Sheriff, welcome, sir. Well, thanks so much, Sam. Uh, thanks for a great show with Patrick Byrne there. Yeah, quick kind of update on Patrick. Every time I talk to the guy, he drops bombshells. This John uh, Monahan thing uh, is very significant. Uh, the question is, and I, we just ran out of time too fast, but I wanted to ask Patrick, you know, do we expect this to hit mainstream news fairly soon? Uh, you know, are these lawsuits going to come out if this guy's winning uh, billions of dollars, millions of dollars, whatever the number be? Um, you know, at some point, it's got to hit the press unless they have that much control to suppress, right? Yeah, you would think so. Uh, that That is an amazing story. And and that the judge in the Flynn case also is uh, still getting involved with the uh, subterfuge and uh, subterfuge, espionage, sabotage. Uh, from the courts it's sabotage from the courts uh and and i'm telling you sam uh it it never ceases to amaze me how absolutely utterly legion the corruption in washington dc is the corruption in our courts and uh absolutely 
the the overwhelming task of trying to correct this. And and I still believe, and I will say this over and over, the solution to all of this is not in Washington D.C., where all of this corruption has has been generated. It will happen county by county, if at all. It will happen because we take back America county by county. Amen to that. I just got an email from uh, Rand Paul's team. Headline, it's official. Fauci got paid. Uh, And then he goes into the email uh, in more detail. But it's kind of shocking, Sheriff. He basically said, we deserve the truth. It's time to fully investigate Fauci and his actions on COVID-19. He goes on and basically says, hey, why the lockdowns? Why the demand for mass mandates? Why does he deny science and continue to push vaccinations and boosters? The answer is simple. It seems it's money. Newly released documents prove Dr. Fauci made millions while Americans struggled during the pandemic. And uh, then Rand Paul says, now I want to know exactly how he did it. And so then he goes on to say, elect me and all this kind of stuff. Um, uh, Fauci doesn't even think we should know why about this, but we deserve the truth, says Rand Paul. And I agree. But I look at this to your point about the corruption is just systemic. It just it never ends how bad it gets. You think you have a handle on it. And every time you just get more and more and more and you're shocked. This makes the point, Sheriff. Yeah. and, And Sam, what did I say at the very beginning of all the pandemic crap? I said on your show and, and numerous others, oh, yes, we have a pandemic, but it has nothing to do with the coronavirus. That's way back when it was still called the coronavirus. It is a pandemic of utter corruption, and Washington, D.C. is the epicenter of that corruption. And it's, it comes out. And, and Sam, I'm not trying to take credit like that some major uh, uh, bombshell. Because that's easy to say and easy to determine because anybody with eyes can see it. But uh, even if you don't, look, but it's easy to it's easy to see or hear or understand. It is corrupt. Roger that. All right. One hour's in the can. Ladies and gentlemen, the simulcast of the Sheriff Mack Show on Friday on TV with Liberty Roundtable live on LovingLiberty.net. Thanks for being alongside for the ride. Hour two, just radio continues in mere seconds. Hour one in the can. Thanks for being alongside for the ride. Hopefully it's educational and entertaining. For Sheriff Richard Mack, CSPOA.org, and Liberty Roundtable Live, we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Top the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard hitting news the network refused to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for October the fourth. 
in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our two of two. And the goal always to promote God, family, and country, and to protect life, liberty, and property. To do so while using the supreme law of the land, the Constitution of the United States of America. America, After all, it is the blueprint for liberty. We're also convinced that checks and balances are one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. You know we reject revolution and we stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth, right? By the way, yesterday we talked to Dr. Scott Bradley, freedomsrisingsun.com. We talked about former Polish defense minister uh, congratulates the United States for blowing up or for destroying the Russian pipelines. If we're doing that, folks, it's an aggressive act of war. It's criminal and needs to be stopped. Anti-vaccine parents are snubbed where they were once championed. That's the New York Times. We're talking about Marin County, California, just north of San Francisco, a place called San Rafael. And, uh, hey, the majority of the parents didn't want vaccines, but they created an incredible propaganda campaign. And uh, because of the pandemic, now it's one of the most vaccinated places in the country. So it went from one of the least to one of the most vaccinated places in the nation. They have one of the most high or one of the highest vaccination rates in the country. And they're mocking people who won't get vaxxed. Literally, women are trying to get play play dates for their kids. And uh, parents are going, hey, your kid's vaxxed. And if you say no, you need to go elsewhere. You're not welcome here. What a shame it is, ladies and gentlemen. We also talked about Governor Gavin Newsom signed two bills into law relating to catalytic converters. Yeah, California is taking action to stop catalytic converter uh, theft by requiring recyclers to create specific records. You have to be a certified catalytic converter seller, and you have to keep records of where you got the devices from. Folks, believe it or not, this is insanity. And this is getting worse because bills have introduced have been introduced along the same lines in 30-plus other states. Twelve states have already passed laws relating to this. You say, well, Sam, we've got to do something if there's all this theft. No, 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 no. You go after the crime syndicates that are making these thefts happen. You don't go after the business owners. The problem with going after the business owners is the burden of proof. Do I have to prove where I got something? Prove that it's mine? document and become a certified by your government reseller of these products all because there's some crime related to it or do you go after the criminals see sheriff mac is with us this is a very interesting story but what happens in california rarely stays in california sir it becomes a bellwether for the nation over 30 states putting laws on the books or trying to for this over 12 states have already got laws on the books literally the burden of proof is on the business owner to say hey where i got them Here's the records. They're legitimate. Uh, yes, I'm certified to resell these devices. It sounds super simple, and it sounds like a great way to stop fraud if you're not educated in the Constitution. It's about the burden of proof. It's about I don't need to prove that I got these things legally. You need to prove that I didn't. Otherwise, it's assumed innocent. It's assumed legal. It's assumed appropriate. I shouldn't have to have, be on a government registry of permission to be a, quote, certified seller of these used devices this is disaster on steroids and if we're not very careful it's not just about catalytic converters it's about the whole nation and changing the affairs of the republic sheriff yeah no kidding uh, yeah catalytic converters have uh, uh platinum silver and so on and so forth the uh, precious metals 
but at the same time, you're absolutely correct. Uh, the burden of proof, and I maintain that the IRS must follow these constitutional provisions and uh, make sure that they understand that if I make a claim on my taxes that I cannot prove, then they discount it. Well, they have to prove I was wrong or that I was lying, and yet they're very arbitrary. And so, th Sam, this is catching on nationwide. We see the uh, illegal activities of the federal government, the IRS, the FBI, DEA, uh, USDA, FDA, EPA, and it goes on and on. And this goes back to Michael Peruca's uh, quote of Thomas Paine, a long habit of not thinking a thing to be wrong gives it a superficial appearance of being right. Well, that's what's going on here. Well, we've always done it like this. Well, that's the way it's always been. And uh, so even though now it, it's this is something new for some of these, it's still a practice that has been in our country for a long time of just doing whatever we want and, and uh, putting the burden of proof on uh, the accused or not, they're not even accused of anything. We're just coming here to check like the uh, BATF agent knocking on somebody's door. They don't have a warrant. They're just doing a knock and talk. And they hope to intimidate the people who answer the door into submitting to a search uh, and, and probable seizure. And uh, cops do this when you, they stop you. And you say, uh, or, or they already have it on your license that you are a concealed carry permit holder. Another problem with the concealed carry permits. And they say, oh, I see uh, on your license that you're uh, a concealed carry permit holder. Do you have a gun with you? Say, officer, did you stop me because you know I have a, a concealed carry permit? What's, what's the reason for the stop? See, you don't have to lie. You put it back in him. Did I do something wrong, officer? And so... They will run your gun. They will stop. And they, if you tell them, yes, I have a gun, they said, let me see it. Let me have it. Where is it? I'll get it myself so you don't have to handle it. And now they're in your vehicle and they're seeing your vehicle and checking your vehicle out, whatever you have inside there. And anything they see while they're trying to get the gun uh, is open to their uh, police attack discretion. And so we've got to wake up with this stuff, Sam. And we've got to push back and we've got to just like Chris Ann Hall says, non-compliant. We must be non-compliant with this stuff. And I love the uh, citizen who called the sheriff's office on the BATF who was checking him out, just going to the house. I want to check your guns out. He called the cops. He didn't let them in. He called the sheriff's office. The sheriff's office sent a deputy. The deputy drew down on the BATF agent, making sure he understood you don't have any authority to be doing this in our county or any place else. Back off. And, and boy, we need that a lot more, Sam. Well, and Bob Songer, a constitutional sheriff, a CSPOA sheriff, uh, literally wrote an open letter to help people and gave guidance to help people across the country know how to handle this and encouraged other sheriffs to stand in the gap for this as well. Critical. And critical by the way, actions. Sam, he's going to be on our, he's going to be on our, uh, CSPOA posse webinar today in about an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes. Well, or if so. you want to see that, folks, you got to become a member of the posse, CSPOA.org. Get it done right now, and you can listen and watch and talk to. You can put information in the chat and communicate with Bob Songer, Sheriff of 
Click Attack County, Washington himself. What a what a just a, a prince of a gentleman. What a, a leader. What an example. We just need three thousand like him, Sheriff. Boy, you're not a kidding, Sam. Uh, him and and uh, Scott Williams, Sheriff Williams of Coryell County, Texas, and Dar Leaf, and man, there's there, there's I'd I'd say we could probably pick ten sheriffs that everybody needs to emulate. Yeah, we also got to give a big old shout-out to one that's retiring as well, Cameron Noel in the great state of Utah, uh, standing oh, up for liberty in, in, in many cases as well, and he's retiring now. So uh, that's kind of a sad thing to lose him, but we understand that his service was stellar, uh, and we're grateful for his involvement and his leadership, sir. We, we got we to get him on the radio and let him rant about what the Sheriff's Association did to Sheriff Clark. Man, I love listening to Sheriff uh, Cameron Noel. Well. Well, we just got to get we just got to have uh, Sheriff Clark come and Cameron Noel come uh, and have an event with both of them speaking is all we got to do. Yeah. Amen to that. Absolutely. That'd be great. So we're, we're working on that, ladies and gentlemen. We'll keep an eye on that ball. By the way, I don't know if you know, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints had their general conference. It's a semi-annual general conference. Uh, it was a hundred and ninety second general conference. Um, president Nelson or uh, Russell M. Nelson, the president and leader of the church. Uh, a prophet of God, uh, said many wonderful things are ahead. He offered counsel on overcoming the world. He affirmed God's condemnation of abuse of any kind of wives or children or anyone. He urged Latter-day Saints to seek truth. He said making and keeping covenants actually makes life easier. It doesn't mean that it's easy, but it is easier. And uh, he warned against abuse big time, affirming the teachings of Jesus Christ on that issue. And uh, it reminds you of the come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden, or all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. It reminds me of the Savior's uh, clarion call. Uh, there you have it. Do you have a comment on this one, Sheriff? Uh, no, not really. I, I'm, I'm still perplexed by what the leadership of our church doesn't say and and to remain silent with the destruction of our country going on i still take issue with the church on that so i probably better keep quiet all right well Ezra Taft benson former secretary of agriculture made some statements that i think is interesting he said this the lord works from the inside out the world works from the outside in the world would take people out of the slums. Christ would take the slums out of the people, and they would take themselves out of the slums. Yeah, I like that. The world would mold men by changing their environment. Christ changes men who then change their own environment. The world would shape human behavior. Christ can change human hearts and nature. Hang tight, folks. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly 
devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas, like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Abby Johnson was once director of a Planned Parenthood clinic in Bryan, Texas. After a moral crisis, she quit, and now she campaigns against what she once endorsed. They implement abortion quotas in all of their clinics. What do you mean quotas? You have to perform a certain number of abortions every month. Um, one of the reasons that I left... Are they explicit about that? Yes. It's, it's in your budget, right there on the line item. Uh, one of the reasons I left Planned Parenthood was because uh, in a budget meeting, I was told to double that abortion quota. And for me, as someone who had spoken to the media and had said, you know, we're about reducing the number of abortions, we're about, you right. know, prevention, all of these other services, I was shocked. So since you actually worked at a Planned Parenthood, give us some sense of the relative number of abortions. Okay, abortions, Planned Parenthood provides over 330,000 abortions a year. They are the largest single abortion provider in our country. with you live ladies and gentlemen sam bushman sheriff richard mack on your radio so there's so many things to talk about i haven't even gotten to the news of the day yet because there's some news from yesterday that's uh, in the day before that's really critical one of them is the new zealand prime minister sheriff mack calls for a quote global censorship system uh jonathan turley wrote an article about it but then there's more news new zealand prime minister her name is jacinda Uh, Ardern repeatedly has declared her government to be her citizens' only source of truth on COVID-19 vaccines. She described online speech that conflicts with the government's narrative. She called it a weapon. And she said, we have the means to stop free speech online. All we need to do is have the will to execute. And the bottom line is she went off. She's speaking to the United Nations. She's promoting this agenda. She had a press conference in which uh, somebody tried to bring up um, the uh, death rates and things in Israel about the vaccines. And she literally shut the guy down and said, hey, we're going to cancel this press conference. We're going to go inside where only credentialed media can go. And she literally shut it down. Uh, And we're starting to see these um, global dictator-style leaders around the world uh, promote this agenda. And now they're peddling their porn of free speech shutdown uh, to the nations of the world through the United Nations, right here on American soil, Sheriff. And we don't have anybody speaking out against it. Yeah, I actually saw that. Um, Sam, it really is a sad commentary, but George Soros and the United Nations are working hand in hand to create a communist world to create the, the one world government that we used to uh, assail people who ever talked about that. Uh, I remember Patrick Buchanan, when he ran for president in 1996, uh, was talking about that, that the new world order, that he was going to make it sure, uh, crumble uh, to the ground. And uh, it, 
Instead, of course, uh, they cheated him out of the uh, Republican primary. Uh, There was definitely cheating uh, back then, Sam, in the vote. Uh, And uh, Patrick Buchanan, just one real quick example of that. Uh, uh, He had uh, a staunch conservative legislator here in Arizona and me uh, as his co chairs for his campaign for the state of Arizona. He was ahead in every poll. Uh, the, the McCain office uh, congratulated him on his victory at 7 o'clock at night when it came out. Uh, they actually con- congratulated him on his victory. He lost and he took third. Uh, Forbes uh, won the state of Arizona at that time. Uh, and, and the guy who actually was ahead in the polls and and separate, several different polls was ahead in all of them, took third, lost, about as bad as he could. And so I think that was the time that Bob Dole was running also, uh, if I remember correctly. But I know Forbes was, and I know uh, Buchanan was. This type of uh, worldwide, uh, if, you, if you speak out against what they're doing, that's when the the media owned by these people, owned by the UN, owned by Soros, uh, and they don't have to have a, a certificate of ownership or a title to do that. They own them because they are in charge uh, of a lot more than what we're just talking about here. But it, they have a system in place that if people like you and Patrick Byrne and myself speak out against what they're doing and try to expose their subterfuge uh, and their evil exploits, Uh, we're the ones who get attacked or or even arrested, like Tina Peters in Colorado. She has broken no law. She did her best as a public official in charge of the elections in Mesa County, Colorado, to make sure that evidence was uh, retained and protected for a proper investigation of irregularities that she saw personally. And she did her job in trying to maintain that evidence. And instead she was arrested. Uh, The red pill moms, I like to call them red pill moms. They just call themselves red pills. But Sophie and Jen in Utah simply questioned how votes were tabulated and the uh, results, how they were, were, uh, achieved in Utah in three or four different counties, and they called the FBI on them, said that they had no authority whatsoever. They weren't certified to ask such questions. Uh, Sam, everybody in America, every citizen in America has the right to question how our votes are tabulated and how results are achieved. And yet these women are, we're lucky because they didn't go to jail uh, with the normal uh, expediency, like Tina Peters. Uh, so, amen, amen to that. And really, Tina, Pe- really Tina Peters really having a, a, a tough time as well uh, right now, folks. Anybody who's yep. standing up is being attacked. The courts are citing against, uh, et cetera, et cetera. After the bottom of the hour, I have some updates on some of these things uh, that are shocking. But I don't know if you know this: the Federal Reserve is announcing a major pilot exercise for ESG social credit scoring, like they have in communist China. The Fed is using the climate change hoax 
that humans are, quote, catastrophically damaging the climate to justify the implementation of the ESG environmental, social, and governance movement, ladies and gentlemen. And they're trying to take over the financial system in relation to that. Sheriff? Uh, just another astonishing thing, Sam. Uh, and, you know, there has been some very credible articles written about weather manipulation. Uh, and that, I guess, uh, governments, United Nations, others that are trying to support this uh, uh, global warming or climate change narrative are now finding scientific ways to actually do that. Sam, when I was in high school, one of our teachers showed us an article in Popular Science that talked about, and I'm not kidding, I was in high school. They showed an article in Popular Science how weather manipulation was possible and was was more than likely already being done. This is back 50 years ago, 50 years ago. And and so now they're talking about Epic Times just had an article about this. Uh, there's been widespread articles about this. I had never really thought it was possible, but with the, the things going on that they're talking about, these articles are very credible. And, and I am all the more convinced that the subterfuge behind all of this, I keep using that word, don't I? The corruption and subterfuge behind all of this, it just wouldn't surprise me. And, and like I said, I didn't believe that article back when I was a junior in high school. But uh, I'm starting to come around, and, and I hate to admit it, that it sure sounds like a conspiracy theory, but after a while, you gotta you gotta realize that maybe yeah. The headline the headline theory. to make your point, sheriff, says this: Popular science warns <laughs> about weather as a weapon. Not only is global climate manipulation true, it's been going on for nearly seven decades, ladies and gentlemen. Man, man, oh man. <laughs> so. So, so some people are saying it was not an accident that Florida had the worst uh, hurricane in its history. Right when DeSantis is being the most popular person for the Republican nomination in a couple of years, he gets nailed with that. And that he was not prepared and that he was warned over and over that this was coming and he did nothing about it. And so here we go playing a hurricane against uh, the, the governor of Florida. And so, uh, wow. Well, and, and he's up for re-election right now. And if he could lose that, it could damage his career and his uh, potential in uh, 2024. And, and man, they just, it, it's, it's beyond uh, scary. Uh, and, and yes, Sam, that stuff does scare me. Uh, I know we're not supposed to be afraid, and I've heard you say that you're not afraid because of your belief in in uh, deity, which I, I agree with that. I understand. But at the same time, uh, it, it does scare me. Uh, looking at my 15 grandkids uh, and looking at what we're leaving them, uh, I, I, do, I do find it quite scary. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. It's getting crazy, isn't it? I expect it'll get much worse. 
hard-hitting headlines straight ahead. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The Supreme Court's new term began this week with several major cases that could impact a wide range of topics, including environmental regulations, voting rights, affirmative action, and free speech. The Japanese Prime Minister's office is reporting North Korea fired a military ballistic missile over Japan on Tuesday morning, prompting a warning to residents to take shelter. The Biden administration condemned it as dangerous and reckless. Ukrainian forces broke through Russian lines and made new advances in the southern Kherson region. Their offensive in the eastern part of the country is also moving at a fast pace, retaking areas that Moscow now claims to be a part of Russia. A Russian court set October 25th as the date for American basketball star Brittany Griner's appeal against her nine-year prison sentence for drug possession. Griner, an eight-time all-star center in the WNBA, pled guilty to the charges. Ukrainian President Zelensky announced last week that his country will file an expedited application to join NATO in the wake of Russia claiming Ukraine territory as their own. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg. NATO has an open-door policy, uh, and every nation, including, of course, also Ukraine, has the right to choose its own path, including what kind of security arrangements it wants to be a part uh, of. Uh, At the same time, any decision on uh, membership uh, has to be taken by consensus. All 30 allies uh, have, uh, have, have to agree. President Trump sued CNN for defamation on Monday, seeking $475 million in punitive damages and claiming that the network had carried out a campaign of libel and slander against him. Trump claims in his Fort Lauderdale, Florida lawsuit that the network used its influence as a leading news organization to defeat him politically. CNN declined to comment on the case. USA Radio News. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-568-2790. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-568-2790. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-568-2790. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-568-2790. The Good Sheriff is on your radio, ladies and gentlemen. Sheriff Richard Mack, CSPOA.org, and Sam Bushman. It looks like Russia now has worked out a deal with the communist nation of China. And they're going to go ahead, and they're going to deal with all settlements of dollars uh, in the ruble. 
So they're going to deal with Russian currency jettisoning the U.S. dollar. That spells trouble. Turns out that the two countries, Russia and China, have executed, quote, bilateral trade agreements that completely remove the U.S. dollar as the world's reserve. We are in trouble, Sheriff. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why gold and silver have gone up 12%. Silver has gone up 12% in the last two days. That's unheard of. Yesterday, like 9% in one day. Wow. I've never seen All right, I, I've never seen I just thought I'd get that out of the way. There's two... There's two headlines from Popular Science that I think is really worthy of discussion uh, for a second here. One of them, Popular Science warns of weather as a weapon. Then others say not only is global climate change um, a weapon, but it's been going on for seven decades. (laughs) Then here's the latest headline from Popular Science. Their website's popsci.com, popsci.com. Here's the headline. China and China's weather manipulation brings crippling snowstorm to Beijing. Think about that. Popular science is saying, hey, China, weather manipulation brings freak snowstorm, crippling snowstorm to Beijing. And uh, so there you have it. If you don't think weather manipulation is real, then, you know, you just bring that up with popular science and, and all those folks that have been reporting this for over seven decades now. But I digress. Uh, You know, we're coming up on the elections, and we just had on Patrick Byrne last hour, who said they're going to try to make the elections violent and blame it on the conservatives. They're going to blame it on Patrick Byrne. They're going to blame it on True the Vote, Catherine Engelbrecht, and uh, Greg Phillips. They're going to try to blame it on uh, you and I. They're going to try to blame it on the CSPOA uh, or anybody else who's really moving the needle towards accountability on elections. Well, Susan Collins is jumping into the mix. Susan Collins, quote, I wouldn't be surprised if a lawmaker is killed. Now, she said that, and the New York Times doubled down and printed it. And they go on to talk about, you know, all Donald Trump's statements. You're talking about the senator from Maine, right? Yeah, Susan Collins. That's right. The whacked out, what is she, supposedly a Republican? Yeah, supposedly. You know, okay. She says, hey, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody gets killed. They say lawmakers are having to fund their own securities out of their own pockets and it's just oh, horrible no. and and they go on <laughs> they go on with all this stuff and my response to that is this ladies and gentlemen let's be very clear who is the only politician to be assaulted or beat up or killed in the last couple of decades that you know of sheriff blatantly is there any of them i know of one that uh politics and from the Washington D.C. you know any Congress? politician, any politician, congressman or senator that's been literally killed and or abused uh, in the last couple of decades. I know that Rand Paul was beat up. Yeah, is that the only one? I don't remember any of them being murdered. Right, any, I don't any, remember. So I look at that, and you got a conservative, and then you got the liberals that are beating him up. Is the only thing you've got. It's kind of like how we look at January 6th. They say that it was this great, crazy insurrection. But the only people that killed somebody was the government. They killed Ashley Babbitt in cold blood, murdered her. Okay, Uh, we look at the Randy Weaver situation. And my gosh, that guy lived on a a little ranch up on a mountain all by himself. But the only only thing that happened is the government literally killed his wife with a baby in her arms unarmed. You look at the Ammon Bundy situation. And the only one that got killed, Lavoie Finnecum. Literally murdered unnecessarily. Uh, Ammon Bundy serves two years in prison for guilty of nothing. 
every time I look back on this, it's liberals and government that's creating all the mayhem and cri- crime. And now that right. New York Times threatening of all this violence coming, from who would it come from, Sheriff? Well, BLM and Antifa. But Which they're not really they worried have... about that. The FBI is just attacking guys like you. They'll be at your house tomorrow, but they won't be at any Antifa house. Or, yeah. or a BLM house or anything like that. Why haven't they taken your phone or mine? Well, they can go ahead and take my phone out. Care, come on over, people. You have a good time <laughs> with that. Yeah. Oh, geez. You know I, what I'm saying is I don't even care because it's out of control. But Susan Collins saying that, and I appreciate what she's saying. But my response is this: We call to end violence. We call. To say, follow the Prince of Peace. We say, what is all this violence about? We haven't asked for or caused or encouraged any violence whatsoever. But I know that Maxine Waters has. I know that many of these people have. I know that a lot of times things can be taken, things can be taken out of context uh, to manipulate towards violence. Uh, you know, we see this all over the place, right? Well, Donald Trump is sick of it because he's now suing CNN for $475 million. Yeah, the lawsuit claims that the network tried to smear him with scandalous, false, and defamatory labels. Rob Quinn with this piece. Uh, And the bottom line is it goes on and on and on. He just said, hey, they literally lied about him, suggested he was fomenting violence. Um, Finally, Donald Trump sues. Sheriff? Yeah, uh, no kidding. Uh, and uh, we've we've talked about the courts' uh, corruption today. We've talked about the United Nations corruption today. Uh, George Soros, uh, and I remember somebody telling me this a long time ago: money is power, and I didn't understand it. Ever since I be- became a police officer. I started to understand it big time because I started seeing with my own eyes the people with money, how they exercise the power of that money. And George Soros is an expert at it. He knows he can buy people. He can buy politicians. He can buy the media. And he can buy the United Nations. And uh, so money can be a valuable tool for evil or a valuable tool for good. And I'm afraid that evil is winning now. Uh, I don't believe they will win in the final analysis, but they are winning and they're destroying a lot. And Sam, you and I are in a very historic time where we are watching the imminent destruction of America. And I say imminent because it's not done yet. And it doesn't have to happen. But we need all good men and women to come to the aid of their country. And if we do not wake up, and if we do not get involved, and if we do not have leaders in our churches and our uh, communities, uh, call a spade a spade and call the evil that's going on evil. And help us rally. Again, the churches could help wake up the masses and the Christian people of this country. They could help wake them up. But they are not. 
They are remaining silent. And so we, the people, must do this and stand on our own to protect that which God established for all his children to be free. And right now, that freedom, that principle of the gospel called agency and free will are being destroyed. And not just a little bit, it's exponentially being destroyed. And this is what you and I are really talking about today. And it pierces my heart to see these horrible things happening in our country and to see the people that are standing for what's right get beat up so much. And what's Uh, interesting, Sheriff, you and I have spoken plainly, clearly, many times, many places before, many audiences, and mm -hmm. they literally taken our words out of context and tried to manipulate that we're advocating for violence, too. It's an absolute lie. Let me give you an example. Mitch McConnell voted for these continuing spending measures. And Donald Trump fired back at Mitch McConnell. So you got two Republicans now. You got the mainstream Republicans that claim Trump's a nut. Then you got the Trump Republicans. Uh, I don't know if you want to call them the MAGA type or whatever else. So the conservative wing or whatever you want to call it, the constitutional wing um, of the Republican Party. So you got the mainstream wing and the constitutional wing, supposedly. I don't believe either of them are as they claim at all. I think you got the deep state against the rest of us, and we don't even know who's who. But that's another topic. But basically, when Mitch McConnell voted for all that, Donald Trump came back and said, what is wrong with you? Do you have a death wish, Mitch? Now, they're saying that that's a violent rhetoric statement. And my response is, all he's saying is, do you leaders of the Republican Party have a death wish? Meaning, death to your party, death to your political um, future if you continue down this road of continuing to vote with reckless spending and vote with the Democrats and side against the Ask Republican someone platform. someone if they have a death wish is not a, a, a threat. I agree, but that's what they're turning uh, this into, ladies and gentlemen. Of course. This is what I'm talking about. They've done this to Richard, to me, to Donald. It's absolutely psychotic <laughs> of the level they're taking this to. Hang tight. Liberty what Roundtable is. Live. I'm Sam. He's Richard. You're you. CSPOA.org. Become a member today because we got an incredible sheriff on the posse in an hour or so. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8:44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9:6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. 
This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. All right, I got a very strange story for you, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I'm the guy that always reports stories and has the unique take on them, right? I either report different stories than they talk about, or I bring you a story that has interesting implications that nobody else brings up. All right, there's a big event case in the news. Listen carefully to me, ladies and gentlemen. Headline says, man who allegedly tried to abduct girl, girl's 10 years old, turned in by his parents. They recognized their son and his car in surveillance video. All right, then they have photos on this thing, okay? (laughs) So surveillance photos is how they know. And they say, hey, it's our son. They caught him. Uh, He tried to abduct the girl. She pulled down his mask. He ran away. She did not get abducted. But anyway, it's this big old story. Have you seen this in the news, Richard? I have not. All right. Let me tell you why I bring this up. I don't bring it up for the normal story. The normal story is, hey, guy tries to abduct girl, da 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 They love those stories because it creates fear in the population. Sure. But I digress. That's not why I'm bringing up this story. Why I'm bringing up this story is this. Listen carefully. Parents went to the local police station to report that their son may be the guy. Why? Because the car had some wreck on it, and he had to get through uh, in to drive from the passenger's side. And that's what the evidence in this whole thing shows. Now, listen carefully, though. So on September 26th, when the parents went to the local police station to report that their son may be the guy or the suspect in the case, listen carefully. They then go on and explain... More details of how they arrested the suspect. Listen. They say police say that his cell phone pinged in the area of which the subjection attempt was happening at the time. Now, do you understand the inference from this? Remember when Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips said, hey, man, we're going to team up with Dinesh Souza because we've got evidence. And 2,000 mules that cell phone pings or cell phone tracking data proved that these people repeatedly went to drop boxes over and over and over and over. And uh, we uh, eliminated the times where it just happened once or twice. We did it no less than, I can't remember the numbers, but eight times in the first place. Then they dropped it to five times or whatever. And they said that is in addition to this film footage where ballots are being stuffed, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the government, along with all these wonks and bureaucrats in the media and everything else, laughed and went, ha, 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 that isn't true. Cell phone data is not that accurate. Cell phone data doesn't work like that. Uh, Greg Phillips doesn't know what he's talking about. And I doubled down as a tech guy and said, yes, he does. 
he's absolutely correct and they're lying to you? Remember all this, ladies and gentlemen? And now in a completely unrelated story where the headline says, man allegedly tried to abduct girl 10 turned in by his parents. They recognize their son. Then it literally says, police say, Jeplers, I, I don't know how to say this guy's last name, cell phone also pinged in the area of the abduction attempt at the time it was happening and he was arrested. Now, Sheriff, according to what they lied when they went against Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht, that's not even possible, my friend. Yeah. Uh, excellent point. I, I love the comparison you're making here. <laughs> how do they how do they deal with this reality check? See what they do, and this is why I say I bring up aspects of stories nobody. I dug down into the story when I read that little tidbit in the whole story. Most people just read the headlines and skip along so they don't even know. But I read stories, and I'm telling you, this little nugget, they didn't mean to report this in relation to what I'm bringing up. They just inadvertently released that detail to show how they got the bad guy. Wow, we saved a little girl from this thug. And, and that's all true, and I'm glad for that. I'm grateful. What a blessing. But in the news article, they prove the point Greg and Catherine make. Do they not, Sheriff? They absolutely do. It's a great endorsement because uh, this is now phones. Cell phones are now a tool for law enforcement. Uh, to be used uh, just about any way uh, that they want. They can absolutely um, be subpoenaed, uh, confiscated. The evidence is very powerful. It's there. And, wow. How are they going to back away from this, though? See, I want to get on the mainstream press now. I want to get on the mainstream press now and say, you thugs have lied over and over and over and said this wasn't even possible, and Greg and Catherine are clueless and full of it and everything else. Now what do they have to say, though? The cops are literally admitting that they can trace a cell phone ping to be in the location and at the time. Very, very detailed here. The location and the time uh, to which the abduction was supposed to have taken place. How does that happen, Sheriff? You can do that with a little girl, but you can't do that with a Dropbox? Is that what they're trying to tell me? Because yeah. I'm only half <laughs> stupid. Yeah, exactly. Little uh, girls move and Dropboxes don't unless someone steals them, right? Right. Exactly. Okay. So this so, is what I mean. If you watch the mainstream press, they inadvertently betray themselves and their lies in other stories that are not related. They think this story is about a little girl. And it is, and I'm glad she's safe. But this story really is about them admitting and proving our point in 2,000 Mules. That's what the story's really about, right? Yeah, they're proving that the cell phones can be tracked and traced uh, with extreme accuracy, uh, exactly like um, True the Boat has presented in the movie 2,000 Mules. And yes, we highly recommend that everybody look at it and then... Uh, take it to your sheriff, take the evidence to your sheriff and say, uh, right now we have a criminal case that proves that this works. And we want you to investigate any possible crimes that are going on now or that happened in the primary elections of 2022. And to make sure that you're going to prevent this from happening in the general election in about five weeks. 
uh, hopefully they'll get going on. Oh, no, it's not five weeks. Well, maybe four and a half weeks. So, yes, yeah, pretty close to November 8th. So we're, we're right at four weeks now. So, Sam, it's, it's – All right, uh, so hold on really quick before the end of the hour. Before the end of the hour, I want to just highlight this. This is really critical. So while we yeah. have now just proven Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips to be correct, police say that this guy's cell phone – was pinged in the area of the abduction at the exact time it was happening, proving this technology is absolutely capable of doing what Greg and Catherine say. But now in the New York Times, they just released an article today attacking all of us that attended Greg and Catherine's election summit in Phoenix or near Phoenix. Headline says how conspiracy mongers target election tech firm. Stuart A. Thompson with the New York Times wrote the piece, and he goes into and attacks every one of us, Catherine and Greg and everybody else, saying that all the information we have on Connex is bogus. That it isn't true, and the poor Connex guy and his family had to go into hiding. This uh, Mr. Yu is his name. Uh, the owner of Connex had to go into hiding because, golly, us rabid, crazy, violent conspiracy theorists are attacking him and his family and his company. And by golly, ain't that horrible and Catherine and Greg evil. They don't have any evidence for what they claim. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll keep an eye out for another story to prove them right once again, like I did just this time. But it's fascinating that they attack Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht and all of us who attended that event right before the election. The New York Times goes on full attack mode against us defending the election company Connex. Sheriff. Yeah, did you send Why me? Why would they do you, that? Uh, did you send me the copy of that article about that arrest on that guy? Uh, no, but I can. Yeah, please do. I just sent you the I, show I notes, actually, with the headline. Yeah, I saw that. Um, uh, anyway, so there you so, have it. But think about that, folks. Why would they be attacking all of us when we had an event two months ago? Now they're attacking us in the New York Times right now, a couple weeks before the election. Seems yeah. interesting, doesn't it, Sheriff? I'd love to dig in and get the records and the details on how and what and where for all that. Because how would the New York Times even care about that event two months ago? Yeah. Well. Probably the FBI they, fed that to the New York Times and said, report this and do it now. And the New York Times said, okay, yeah. boss. Yep. <laughs> Isn't that what we're proving in court happens? That's not a joke. Are we proving in court that happens? No, that's uh, that sounds... That sounds like another conspiracy theory. Coming to oh, fruition. Oh, yeah. Coming to fruition, but Sam, yeah. it's, that's, that's, that really, I'm really glad you brought that one up. That's really an amazing comparison, uh, and it's an amazing case, uh, and probably more amazing because it endorses 2,000 mules. Uh, oh, fact, yes, it does. In fact, the number one theory there. Yeah. So, to all wow. you sheriffs and to all you people, you better pay attention to Liberty Roundtable Live because there you go, right? Amen. So let me just show you guys something real quick before the end of the hour. If you go to the good old Google or whatever you want to go to, your favorite search engine, and type in police say uh, this guy's cell phone or whatever uh, was pinged in the area, um, it's all over the place. New York Post. Uh, newser. Oh, I thought you said New York um, Times. So it was New York Post, not New York Times? No, no, no. There's several different articles about it. Oh, okay. Parents turn their son into police. Um, anyway, there's all kinds of 
uh, people reporting on this story. And um, anyway, they say this, another article about this same topic is this Estonia woman was last seen with her boyfriend. And now they're pinging the cell phone and finding it in upstate South Carolina. So, again, more and more and more stories documenting this. Can the police ping my cell phone to find me? Under a federal law that allows cops to track data like cell phone information, they claim with a court order, but that's not true. Yeah, they can do it. Yeah, there you have it. We have more and more and more evidence. Right? It's everywhere, folks. It's everywhere. And I, I don't know, really know more how to bring this up than that. There's just more and more evidence proving what we're saying is true. There's stories all over that highlight this. So why do we, the people, allow the mainstream press to get away with this? The second they make these bogus claims, we need to be all over them in their face and say, fake news, you got to stop it. Right? Right. It's just crazy. Anyway, well, there you have it. You they say a woman was that. almost kidnapped in a neighborhood. This is Chicago. Anyway, it goes on and on. There's more, so many stories about this kind of stuff. It's amazing. And in every one of them, they admit they use cell phone tracking data to speed up their find of the criminals. Interesting indeed. Sam, right, you should Sheriff. be syndicated. In, you should be syndicated in every state, man. That that was a great point. Great. Hey, man, telling the tale of liberty—that's how we roll. But, uh, folks, you need to become a member of the CSPA right now. And if you do, the sheriff's posse is coming up in mere minutes, and you can One listen hour. to Sheriff Bob Songer and Sheriff Richard Mack and others break it down for you. Man, we've got news that networks refuse to use everywhere, baby. Thanks for being alongside for the ride, LibertyRoundtable.com. LovingLiberty.net, CSPOA.org. We declare this nation shall endure. For Sheriff Richard Mack and Sam Bushman, God save the Republic of the United States of America.